0: Be back. What? Hey everyone, welcome to episode three of Half Ass Movie Reviews. My name is John. And my name is Matt. And today, to my surprise and chagrin, we will be talking about Terminator Genesis. That is.
1: Why your surprise?
0: (laughs) Because I put in four movies in there and I would have expected Terminator Genesis to finish second to last or last. Interesting. So I thought honestly, I thought by putting Dumb and Dumber in there that was gonna be the runaway.
1: Yeah, I, I would think so too. But uh, you know what? I'm I'm not mad.
0: I know you're not mad. I'm a little upset. So we'll get into that in a second, but before we dive into anything, if you are a fan of 4K Blu-ray Reviews podcasts just like this, movie reviews, a little bit of tech and game reviews along the way, nothing helps out more than by you liking this video, subscribing to the channel, and looking us up on podcasts, and then giving us a five-star rating, because we are both five-star men. Mm. Three and a half from that. Five yes. stars for me.
1: <clears throat> and again, like always in the beginning of the podcast, if you hear that fan noise, That is just the heat here. Uh, Again, we don't shoot in a proper studio. We're shooting in my basement, and there's no heat in the basement except for that pellet stove. And for it to work, there is a blower motor, and that is what you hear. So Mm -hmm. we apologize up front for that. But without that,
0: we would be pretty cold. We live in the Northeast, and we are in the middle of a cold front. Oh boy, front coming our way, look out. And it is very cold outside, so mm-hmm. I would like to stay warm during this.
1: Yes, I would like to stay warm.
0: Because we are both just two wild and crazy guys, so we don't really have an official podcast studio. This is the best we could do. Yes. So, so. anyway, let's dive into this piece of junk. So, Terminator <laughs> Genesis. <laughs> okay, here we go. Terminator Genesis came out originally July 1st, 2015. So, if you're Fourth of July weekend in 2015, and you went and saw Terminator Genesis, I feel sorry for you. So <laughs> Well this, this is I'm sure you did, right? Uh
1: you know, I actually have a funny story. I did see this in theaters. Okay. However, I, I it definitely wasn't nowhere near around Fourth of July. It it was probably later. I, I was hanging out with a friend or two like it was two it was my buddy Richie and Steph, and we couldn't really find anything to do and it was as hot as hell out. So we we're like all right, let's just go see a movie and mm-hmm. i was like oh shit that new terminator movie's out and i'm a huge terminator fan so i said let's go check it out let's watch it and uh you know upon my first watch i was into it for the most part it's my biggest issue with this movie is the guy who plays john connor
0: jason clark
1: yeah and it's it's not that he himself did a bad job it's just, uh, maybe it is. I don't know. But, you know, I just, I couldn't see him as John Connor. I didn't like the direction they took John Connor, really. You know, it's just, it's an interesting take on
0: John Connor, to say the least. Um, just something about his face, just. He does have a pretty soft face, if I'm being honest. So, but I actually really like Jason Clark. I told you, um, he's actually been in a few movies that I really enjoyed, especially Chappaquiddick, which he plays one of the, he plays Ted Kennedy in that. So that's a really good movie mm, Okay
1: Yeah, you know, it's Hit or miss Because we've had How many John Connors at this point?
0: Well, we've never had a consistent John Connor. None, no, right? Never, no John Connor has ever played it more than once
1: No, and I like them all up until here Which is strange I think Because I think they all Like Terminator 3 I forget his name Nick something, right?
0: Uh, I think his name is Nicholas Holt If I'm correct
1: Maybe I don't remember Terminator 3 That was believable uh, Christian Bale as an older John Connor, I could see that. This is John Connor.
0: That, that, that works. That, I think, was the best casting they actually had for it.
1: Um, and then we get here to Terminator Genesis. Nick Stahl. Nick Stahl. And it was Nick
0: something. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But, uh, yeah, I just, yeah. I didn't really believe that that was John Connor. Well, I have a lot, actually thought that he wasn't that bad because I was really? paying attention to him because you specifically said you didn't like him. And then honestly, I, just Jai Courtney plays Kyle Reese and he's just doing such a horrible job throughout this entire movie that it drove me nuts. And the Terminator franchise loves to play with like up and coming actors like they did this with, in uh, Terminator Salvation with Sam Worthington. Mm. He was the new hotness. Everyone wants the new hotness, and they're throwing lead actors in these movies. And Jack Courtney, they were the same thing. He's just showing up as the lead in all these movies, well, and he's not good.
1: Well, let's, let's get that out on the table. I, as much as we love Terminator, I don't think it's the biggest franchise no. where they have the most money to play with the budget.
0: Well, this budget actually, <laughs> funny you should say that, they don't have enough money to play with the budget. This budget was one hundred and fifty-five million to $158 million according to Wikipedia.
1: I'm sure most of that went to Arnold because he was here.
0: Yeah, and it couldn't because the CGI was another awful, awful thing in this movie.
1: I don't think the CGI was that bad.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, there's actually... You know what? It was hit or miss. There are some scenes in here. We'll get into that in a little bit. There
1: was no scenes where I said, oh, shit, that looks bad. Really? It just didn't catch me. The
0: helicopter scene?
1: No, not off the top of my head. That
0: helicopter flew down, almost hit the ground, and then as it's hovering above the ground, you telling me that looked clean and clear to you and (laughs) like believable. It i've seen worse okay all right well anyway this movie made 440 million dollars at the box office so technically not a bomb actually semi-successful but the critical rating of 26 percent on tomatoes made them leave this movie behind and then reboot it again with dark fate Mm. so it was not received well and another thing about this i actually like amelia clark in this as as sarah connor i didn't think she did a bad job but my big complaint is her hair. What's wrong with her hair? It doesn't feel like 1984 hair. Linda Hamilton had that, you know, blown out 80s hair. Was because she wasn't in 1984. No, they were in 1984 in the beginning. When they first meet her, it's 1984. Then they go to 2017. Ah. Remember? You're right. So they're in 1984. They didn't travel
1: back to 1984?
0: They did. All right. The movie starts off in the future, then they go to 1984, and then from 1984 they go to 2017.
1: Right, that was the time travel. Okay, I thought they went back to 1984 for something.
0: Now they never go back. They start there. Well they start in the future. So that's where Kyle Yeah, so so it it plays a lot like part one. This movie is structured a lot like part one and they did do some cool callbacks and they you know, Jake. That's the best part. I wish I wish honestly,
1: I wish the entire movie was in nineteen eighty four, but different. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. They just they went a different route, and then they did what they had to do in 1984. The, that would have been cooler, because, again, maybe that's just what we love about T1, just that old, and we're just nostalgic for that. But I thought the 1984 scenes were the best in the movie, for me at least.
0: I don't know I, what my favorite scenes in the movie were. I actually thought they did a pretty good job with the uh, one scene in the middle when they're on the bridge in San Francisco. I, mm. I was like, okay, this action looks pretty good.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I, And when, he, when they like, fall onto the freeway. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I thought that was awesome, actually. I thought they did a pretty good job of that. And that, that.
1: CJ is pretty cool when, the, I think, it was a Tahoe or an Escalade gets, like, cut in half. Yeah. Or something that just takes off the whole side of the truck. Yeah. That was pretty cool. I like
0: that. No, it had some good like this movie I gave it a two out of five star rating on Letterboxd, so a four out of ten film I thought. So it it had some good ideas and some ideas they would reuse in Dark Fate. Right, yes. I remember
1: saying I, I can't off the top of my head again remember exactly what those were but I was like oh this this was Dark well Fate. the aging
0: Terminator thing they used in Dark Fate how the skin ages but the you know the skeleton stays the same yes leaves. there was something
1: else in Dark Fate
0: one thing I noticed was right in the trailers for both is the windshield shop with the liquid Terminator going out of the windshield onto mm. the hood of the car well they it
1: started just, that in, in T2 when yeah, it goes but, to the helicopter window
0: that's true but now they just use it I guess every time there's a T-1000 which is cool there's a T-1000 in this movie and actually speaking
1: of the t one thousand um th- is there's a consistency error there i think now i thought robert patrick was the model of the t-1000 yes so yeah. now we have this guy so uh, i and is was he shape-shifting to somebody that we
0: uh, you know that could be it possibly maybe i don't know but this one was already there right so, so that's we no we don't know we didn't watch this one they come couldn't through. afford robert patrick basically yeah, they would have to dh him like they had to dh arnold and i'm pretty yeah. sure they weren't willing to do that twice
1: mm, okay
0: So anyway, you ready to start this film off? Well, we sort of did, but sure. Well, we got to start off with the opening. So this movie starts off with some narration over the top, and this Mm -hmm. time not done by Linda Hamilton, but done by Kyle Reese of Jai Courtney. Before they died, my parents told me stories of how the world once was. Taking us through his life. He was born after the apocalypse, Mm -hmm. after Judgment Day, so he's only lived in the past. And he's Mm -hmm. talking about his relationship with John Connor, Who Mm -hmm. taught them to fight. He taught them to believe because they were down and out until they found John Connor. And he trusts John Connor with his life. That's about accurate. You know, that tracks. You know, in the beginning of the movie, they're just heading off. They have found the time displacement equipment, Skynet's last hope. Skynet Mm -hmm. has been defeated. They even say it. Skynet is down. But their last ditch effort, they are going to send a T-800. The uh, T-800 we saw in 1984's Terminator, the best model of the T-800 in my opinion. They send him back through. They get there. John Connor and the crew get there. He's already gone, and they're like, we got to send someone. Everyone volunteers, but Kyle Reese says, send me. John Connor, which I I had a question for us, but they answered this pretty quick, was John Connor did know that Kyle Reese was his father already.
1: Right, but he didn't tell Kyle. He didn't
0: tell Kyle. He didn't tell anyone else, but that's why I was like, why did he make sure to, like, really pick on Kyle? Everyone volunteered, but Kyle was the last one. He's like, all right, why do you want to go? And I was like, Sir, let me save her all right, makes a little bit more sense now. Right. So they send him through, and this is right away where my floor starts. So once we get to 1984, my well,
1: floor- Well, you forgot a, a key moment here.
0: Oh, well, yes, right as they're going through, we see Matt Smith, who many people might recognize from Doctor Who or Morbius from last year, another bad movie, Mm -hmm. or more specifically recently another Game of Thrones guy from uh, House of the Dragon. Uh, He's on that right now, Matthew Smith, but this was him in 2015, so he pops up, he grabs John Connor from Mm -hmm. behind, and we don't see anything. You thought you couldn't get away with it, like, you didn't think it would be that easy, would you?
1: Yeah, and And then it cuts, we're like, what the fuck was that? Yeah,
0: we don't know anything. Right. And Kyle. but Reece, they
1: pay that off later.
0: They do. They do. Kyle Reese, you know, he's a little suspicious, but he lands in the future, but Arnold, like I said, got there first. Yes. And here's your first continuity error from Terminator 1. In Terminator 1, the ground doesn't make the hole in it when he goes through. He's, the ground stays the same.
1: No, it doesn't. They did not have the technology. No. In 1980, well, it, Yeah, in 84.
0: Yeah, I know they didn't. We're recreating exactly what happened that day, right? Yep. Okay. Well, it happened in T two, just because
1: Cameron figured out how to
0: do yeah, it. Yeah, but I, so he probably wanted it in T one. Oh, he wanted a lot. He wanted the T one thousand and T one also. So yeah, that's uh,
1: you know that doesn't bother me. Okay,
0: all right. We should probably mention that this film isn't directed by Mr. James Cameron. This it film is di- not. It's directed by Alan Taylor, who's given you a lot of great movies, including the worst MCU movie, Thor: of The Dark World, which Matt again disagrees with me. I wouldn't so, say it's the worst. But it's not the best. And so anyway, once Arnold gets there, we see his naked body looking over the uh, LA observatorium there. Mm -hmm. He walks over to the bullies. And this really is the first time I got aggravated. Nice night for a walk. Wash day tomorrow. Nothing clean, right? (laughs) Because why didn't you just reuse the scenes from the original Terminator with Bill Paxton and the boys? Why did you have to recast them and then put new clothes on them? Because, A, it looks like a shitty cosplay version of the clothes from T1. Yes. It looks awful. I agree with that. I do agree with that.
1: Um, It would have been nice to recycle the scenes like that, but I guess it would have looked pretty different
0: it would have i'm guessing for the same reason maybe we don't have a 4k they couldn't clean it up to blend in with everything else that they were going to shoot because they have to reach they, they have to show the same stuff but then they also have to shoot like you just said i guess yeah. but it,
1: it didn't play out exactly it,
0: it did right
1: it didn't play out exactly how well it no because
0: like. once he gets over to them that's when we that's when Pops shows up
1: yeah and he screws up the timeline yeah. well he screws up what we know of T1
0: yep he's like I've been waiting for you and we get this awesome Undertaker like entrance where he throws his hood off yes. and he starts just blasting away at him and this scene is awesome and actually. we don't see Dong we don't see Dong Now they got it it's a PG-13 movie it's another yeah. thing that's frustrating no Arnold Dong Nope, we do not get to see his mushroom clip and that is unfortunate tip. Is it the tip? It's not the clip. Do you do you have a mushroom clip? What is what is a mushroom clip? I've heard it in a sublime song. And then she pulled out
1: my mushroom tip. Mushroom tip, he says. Okay. And she pulls out my mushroom tip and it goes drip drip drip. Yeah.
0: Oh. Tip, tip. I thought he was saying clip.
1: The head of your dick looks like a, a mushroom tip well
0: now i know <laughs> you're an idiot all right anyway anyway enough about arnold's mushroom whatever you want to call it tip <laughs> so once him and the other Jesus t800 Christ. who came when sarah connor we find out was nine years old and sarah connor like i said is played by amelia clark from game of thrones and like and she's also just like from there's game no way you thought it was clip I swear to God, my whole life, you can't move past it. You're no, looking... that's insane. <laughs> that's what it sounds like to my ears. Not even close, but all right, go ahead. Anyway, so Lita Headley play, played Sarah Connor on the Sarah Connor Chronicles. She was also in Ga- Game of Thrones. The
1: girl in Genesis was from the TV show?
0: No, she's from Game of Thrones. They both, so two people from Game of Thrones, two people sat on the, on the uh, Iron Throne are from Terminator. Both of them played Sarah Connor. It's pretty weird. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, fun fact. Fun fact. It. Fun fact. Fun fact. Two people from Game of Thrones who sat on the Iron Throne were Sarah Connors. Yeah. It's ironic. And then, you know, Linda Hamilton was in Beauty and the Beast. I don't see a tie in there, but anyway. Yeah,
1: no, doesn't, that doesn't add up.
0: But. Doesn't track, right? Well, anyway, once they get back in time... And we should note also that Kyle Reese did some of the scenes that we saw in the first Terminator 2. Like, he got the homeless guy's pants, and the bum's voice was definitely a little bit different here. Did you just see a bright light? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, buddy, you just see a bright light? (laughs) Yeah. And then fucking, what's his name? So, but this time, when the cop comes up to him, he asks him the date. We find out, oh, shit, this guy is a T-1000. Now, I wasn't sure if he was a T-1000 at first. Like, he did turn liquid metal, but I thought maybe it's like a different model i was a hundred percent sure on that mm, okay so anyway they get into a fight almost at the exact same time that arnold is getting into a fight with himself yes and he he takes this terminator down pretty easily and this is one thing that you know from the first terminator the only terminator in that movie is the t-800 you spend yes. a whole movie trying to take him down it's crazy to watch him get taken down this easily
1: right well same technology had the jump on him
0: well they had a what like would they say how many years he 1973 so 11 years they had on him yeah so yeah because he got there the first model got there when he when sarah was nine years old Mm -hmm. so she's well trained now not like she was in the first terminator she's well aware it's like t2 sarah connor just about and i think amelia clark nails the voice cadence yes she does a good job
1: yeah i was happy with her you know again i'm not a fan of when actors change and i i don't like change like i would have loved it to be linda hamilton and michael bean as kyle reese and but you know that's not what we got and i think for what we got it's not bad again just john connor is my issue
0: I can understand that. I can understand that. Jason Clark, like I said, I didn't mind him as John Connor when we, eventually when we get to him showing back up. I didn't mind that. He reminds me of like Bill Murray. The face, yes. Because he's got those round features to his face. He's got the curly hair. Yeah, he doesn't look like somebody who would be an action star. I get that. Jai Courtney does look like somebody who would be an action star. I just don't think he can act. I think Jason Clark is a good actor. Jai Courtney, every time he would speak, I was like, just trying not to pull my hair out. The guy just right. delivers lines, like literally he's like reading him. Like uh, like it's like its first run through, it's horrible. And every time he's talking, yeah, every time he's talking. That, I don't have a radar for that. Uh, well, I've seen some Johnny Courtney movies. Although he's good as Boomerang, like I said in the Suicide Squad movies, the chase ensues. We finally, you know, Kyle Reese, Amelia Clark, well, Kyle Reese, Sarah Connor, then Pops get together because Amelia mm-hmm. Clark likes to call him Pops, basically a father figure to her. Because that's what he is. Yeah, they have a good relationship. Yep. You know, he's cracking jokes, and this is something again. Like I was saying, they would reuse in Terminator Dark Fate is the fact that this Terminator, he can age. His skin ages, but his like body doesn't. Everything right. underneath, because it's real human skin, so that's going to age. So He's mm-hmm. old, but he's not obsolete. And yeah. that's a running joke throughout this movie, because it's a summer blockbuster. It's not like what the roots of Terminator were. It's a dark movie. We have to make jokes throughout this movie, because <laughs> why not? So Arnold's basically there to crack jokes, and he really only shows up to do the action scenes, and he does a good job in those. Because the action scenes, I think, are the best part of this movie. They eliminate the T-1000 pretty quick, and this added some T-1000 lore. I didn't know that after the T-800 was dead that the T-1000 can just walk over, drop some T-1000 juice on his ear, and he'll come back to life. Saw him do that.
1: Right, yes. Never saw him do that. Although Terminator 3 was uh, where we first saw something of the sort. She was controlling a ton of machines and... cars and all that and i
0: just answered my own question when i said it out loud because in terminator 2 it's just them and the t-800 never dies to the point where you'd be smart enough to bring them back to life
1: right yeah because that was who he was fighting the entire time
0: yeah so he wouldn't think to do it so i guess it can add up we just never saw it before so i guess it's just adding on to the t-1000
1: hmm yeah I, I I don't bump into that either
0: but they eliminate him pretty quick you know honestly yeah, with the acid yeah which is pretty cool which like looked like that. a shot right out of t2 yeah I, I
1: thought that was pretty cool except I, the I CGI
0: of him dying looks way worse in this movie than it does in Terminator 2 from 1991. Like in Terminator 1, I mean, in Terminator 2, we see when he's dying, you know, he's got his hands flopping everywhere. We see mm-hmm. all his uh, previous models. This one is just like melting down, and that's really it. Well, it was a
1: different substance, you know. The other one, he melted in hot lava, where mm-hmm. this one was a corrosive acid. That is true. So there, you know, there's some something to be said about that, you know. Oh. We, we don't know. All right. You've thought this through. Uh, um, well, I just... I'm defending it because I like this movie. I know you are.
0: And then back there, down deep in there, after the T-1000's dead, and we see Arnold's hands all fucked up, Mm -hmm. they take him to their own time displacement equipment where they're like, hey, we got one shot, and we tell you where we're headed. August 29th. One shot,
1: one opportunity. Yeah,
0: you don't want to blow that. So we're going to August 29th, 1997. But But guess what? Kyle has a hunch because in his dream, he saw them say Genesis is skynet and that goes live in 2017 i think they said october something 2017
1: yeah and that's i don't love the whole genesis thing
0: no me neither although i gotta admit the storyline of genesis does make sense in our modern world where everything is already connected yes every you're even in an ecosystem for your sound system correct so everything is inter, it just intertwined and like that's it's just cool to see that they had a product launch for something that already exists nowadays this is only a few years this is eight years old now so
1: right yeah so uh, was was technology that crazy at that time
0: i don't think that they i think that we were almost to that point because we're pretty much at that point now yeah no we are so but, it wasn't that point yeah like yeah. the
1: doctors and everything my
0: where my thing is going to
1: connect to that, and that's going to connect to that, and I'll be totally online all the time. I'm like, why would you want that?
0: Why would you want that? Then yeah. you think about it. Oh, we already are.
1: <laughs> we are, but we aren't. You know, like I mean, maybe you, but I, I don't even. I'm off the grid. I feel like I. Well, not off the grid, but I don't look at my phone much. I'm, I'm not connected to every social media. Well, so. no, but
0: I'm saying they were like with all their stuff connected. You have Apple CarPlay. You have an Apple TV. You have an Apple iPad. You have right, Apple phone. Right, but that's.
1: I mean Apple CarPlay is not online. But I'm just uh, saying
0: everything is l- linked together essentially sort of sort of. I mean it's all there. I mean <laughs> it's not hard to find anyone now. No, 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 no. No one's really off the grid. You can't be. And that's actually what they explore in this movie because when uh, later on we're not there yet. They're like, uh, we have nothing on you, and that's impossible, so.
1: Right, right, No one can
0: really fully disappear. The days of the Unabomber are over. Jai Courtney and Amelia Clark are down there, and he's like, listen, we're not going to 97. We delayed that shit. It's happening in 2017. I got the hookup. I got the jump on it. My dreams tell me this stuff. So, you gotta trust me. I'm from the future, as Matt likes to say. And you know what he does? All right. I'm swayed. Well, okay. So in T1,
1: it took a lot to convince Sarah Connor because this is all foreign to her. She's like, why they can't make that for years? Not yet, not for
0: about 40 years.
1: This Sarah Connor has been living with a T-800 for how many years? 11 years. 11 years. Mm -hmm. So this is not that foreign. If Kyle Reese came from the field and she probably already knows who Kyle Reese is, from the T-800
0: She's Oh more she knows w- Kyle Reese's coming They planned on that yeah. yeah
1: So it's probably More likely to believe him
0: Yes I, I, I could see how They got there fast It just felt really fast And again The way he speaks I just wouldn't believe A goddamn word That comes out of The man's mouth But anyway They go get naked In the lockers And mm-hmm. they have a nice Little conversation Which actually The acting here Again mm-hmm. Amelia Clark Not bad they, uh, they get together And the T-800 Says hey uh, I'll meet you guys there I'll, I'm taking the long way Take the long way home right. Well, he has to take the long way because He can't cross over because he's For some reason, what was it? Oh, he would get too damaged, right? No,
1: because he was damaged The only thing that can go through the time machine is Has to be completely sealed in living tissue mm-hmm. So he he was all banged up So he had metal parts exposed gotcha. That's why they can't bring guns They can't bring clothes It
0: has to be so Living flesh has to be on right, the right outside
1: Right, so like I don't know why they don't swallow like a plasma grenade or something, you know, and bring that with them.
0: I don't know either. That's a smart idea.
1: That's something they can do or, or in inca- or just grow some of the skin and, and encase some guns in it and bring a whole fucking suitcase of plasma guns. But we didn't do it. They didn't do that. And we don't get that. No. But that's just me thinking yeah. outside the box, I guess.
0: But anyway, so they're going to meet up back in 2017, so he's going to stay back, he's going to get everything together, he's going to solve some problems in the next, what is it, 33 years or something like that, Yeah. and hey, alright, let's jump to 2017, and they fall through, but they land in the middle of the street, and this raises my question, is Kyle Reese human? What do you mean? He's human, right? He's a human being, right? He's not a Terminator, he doesn't have Terminator underneath his skin? Correct. So he can just take full fucking hits from a car to his back and not even get a scratch on him? Because when they come through, he gets blasted by a car. He grabs her and gets literally full speed on the highway hit by a car.
1: He's a tough guy. (laughs) He's a pretty tough guy.
0: Yeah, he's the toughest person ever because, yeah, they go to the ER from this. But, again, they're both fine. (laughs) Yeah, you know, we
1: we're pretty far into the movie so we can't have them too injured
0: yeah I get it but you didn't have to like literally they fucking got blasted and he flipped on the windshield and everything and he doesn't even have a scratch on him well, not he's a scratch a, he's, he's a soldier yeah. so he, he, he knows how to take a hit I guess he does i guess he does and then this is when we see jk simmons my favorite part of this movie and he's also the best actor in this movie by far so he plays a cop from 1984 who saw all this happen mm-hmm. and he's been like o'brien you know, right? yeah and they're tell- and he's like everyone thinks he's a psycho why wouldn't you? he's talking about time and you know there's no proof yes. of this and he yes. says it's been 30 something years and he's like i saw it and then finally he's like i got the proof look at it and he's like they just came out of nowhere
1: Yeah, and they're the same age.
0: Yeah, they they look... Exactly
1: what I saw, how they looked like in 1984 or something like that.
0: Yep, but no one believes him. So he goes upstairs, they kind of just blow him off, these FBI agents, and, you know, they're, like, waiting for Homeland to, like, pass off, pass Mm -hmm. these guys over to, because they don't want to deal with it. They're these cops, they're not in the mood to work. You know, they just want this out of their hands and into somebody else's. So they head upstairs, and then this is where we finally meet John Connor. And this is where the movie gets
1: annoying for me why is he there and why is he homeland
0: security well he's not homeland security sarah no she's right kyle lesson one trust no one he is there because he's the guy who created genesis he came from the past because basically genesis sent somebody back in time genesis is the guy matthew smith he was basically there as a plant to grab john connor and he's their insurance policy to make sure genesis goes through which will save skynet So Genesis is only like two days away at this point.
1: Right, 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 right. But
0: he's the guy who brought all this this future tech to Genesis, and he's the reason why Genesis is even becoming it. He's the mastermind. He's the genius behind Genesis. But now that these guys came through, he knows who they are, obviously. It's his mother and his father, Mm -hmm. and he knows who a T-800 is because he's also a Terminator now, if you didn't know that. And they spoiled that in the trailer for you, that John Connor was the villain, in case you were wondering. Right. I, I yeah. don't know if you remember that.
1: I don't remember the trailer I, I remember
0: the garage scene where he comes back off the ground, which is pretty cool, and just shakes it off. Kind of like The Matrix. Oh, yeah, basically right, out, shot right out of The Matrix. Yeah, I'm wearing a Matrix t-shirt. I actually kind of like these scenes when he's like explaining, like, you know, I thought we were going to get a family reunion, even though I already knew it. Yeah. I did like these moments, like, and then obviously it's over pretty fast when we find out because the T eight hundred catches wind of him,
1: right, right, and right. he's
0: like, he could see it. He's like, that's that's not John Connor. No. Well, it is John Connor, but it's not the John Connor you know.
1: Right, right, yeah. So, so
0: uh, he does a good job acting, though, Jason Clark. That's the whole thing. Yeah, I say
1: that, but again, I just don't.
0: And he's supposed to be a business-minded uh, John Connor. Like, like I said, he's like in charge of the business. And if I don't know if you noticed that, but did you notice the other his business partner, whose company that is? Who owns the company that's producing Genesis? No. Skynet, Cyberdyne Systems?
1: Oh, yes. It was uh, Miles Dyson's son. Yep. Yep. Uh,
0: Davey, Dan. Donnie? So Swim, swummy, slippy, slappy. Danny, yep, that's it. Danny, yep. I was way off. Like he didn't fucking learn anything. No, you would think after all this time he would have learned nothing. Stupid fuck. So again, another Dyson is if the first one <gasps> didn't actually die. We have to have, deal with his son now. So the big plan is, at least for our heroes, that would be the T-800, Pops, and uh, why am I drawing a blank Saracana there? They are going to destroy this entire thing to prevent Genesis from happening. Right. So they're on a pretty tight schedule. But John Connor, like I said, he's the insurance policy. He has to make sure that this happens. That's his only goal here is to make mm-hmm. sure Genesis happens. And then basically, I guess they win? Yeah, I mean, once
1: if Genesis goes online, then yeah, there's no stopping it. And that's it's ine- uh, inevitable, or whatever that word is. Inevitable. Yes, that one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, they that. That big fight in the tunnel and everything like that, they head off.
1: Oh, in the parking garage the fight. Yeah. Yes. They went back to I think the the shelter. Yes, they do. Right? They went back to the, the like the gun shelter highway. The same
0: shelter that they were in all those years and ago. And then
1: Kyle Reese and uh, Arnold are like having a race who can pack the clips faster. Oh my god, that
0: what song were they playing? Uh, it was terrible. That scene was making me. I was getting. I well, don't remember. I guess he was trying to prove that, uh, you know, just because you're a machine doesn't mean you're better than man, kind of deal. Yeah, and then his hand locks up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right, we know why. And that's exactly right after that. They head off, and that's when they get the school bus. Okay, this is, this is where. This is, yeah, because this is where it starts to get really bad. But I do love this scene. The school bus scene, what I'm talking about is they're on the highway, they're traveling, and then we see John traveling. He's the one who gets a helicopter. Mm-hmm. And they're following them. And this is what I was talking about, the helicopter effects. Because later, they're all in a helicopter. And this damn helicopter is almost... It falls off the building and it's going towards the street. Hmm. Just as it's about to hit the ground, it does the most fast and furious thing on this side of T-Fast 7. Fucking almost hits the ground. And then it takes off just at the last second. And it looks like PS3 graphics.
1: Well, you know, PS3 is... No, this was the 360 generation.
0: No, this was still PS3 and 360. Oh, no. No, this, was three. X, this Xbox One came out in what, 2014? And this is 2015. So this is PS4 and Xbox One generation. So they get over to Cyberdyme systems and they start planting bombs. There's four parts of the building they have to plant these bombs. As they're planting the bombs, John Connor is still in pursuit. He's still ready. He's going to make sure that this does not happen. Right. It can't happen. Can't happen can't so jai courtney through this whole thing is doing his best job trying to act and i just don't believe (laughs) a damn word that he is saying um like i said i this there's a lot of action towards the end of this and it it looks pretty good it's acceptable i really did enjoy the fight scenes on the i guess that's the golden gate bridge right i'm not mistaken
1: they're in california
0: they're in san francisco and i think that's the golden gate bridge right yeah that looked awesome and everything at the headquarters looked pretty good. I love the Terminator effects that John has. We didn't talk about it, but the way they stopped him first was using an MRI machine. So it's like... Mag- yes,
1: the magnets. Magnets
0: and are it. able. Uh, the thing that are, they have to use to stop them Regular bullets right. and everything, they just don't work.
1: And that's when Arnold made those uh, magnet fucking gloves or knuckles, yeah, that- whatever the hell you want to call He it. made them
0: pretty quick, too, honestly.
1: Well, he knew to grab it from the speakers, because that's what a speaker is, is a big magnet. For real? That's what a speaker is. It's basically a magnet. Yeah. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. Wow. All right.
0: I was wondering why. What he was taking out of there. I thought he was just taking wiring.
1: No. Okay. Speaker is basically a magnet. Okay. Well, that makes sense. You never took speakers out of a car and then you stick it on something. They're just magnetic.
0: You've done all my speakers. Uh, all right. <laughs> As you probably... That's how a
1: speaker works. It sends signals to it. Mm.
0: I got the signal thing, but I, I guess that makes sense. The T-800 and John, they're fighting and everything, and this is the big final battle because they're going to protect, because, you know, during this, Kyle and Sarah, they're trying to get away, and the T-800 tells them to get away and everything like that. Mm-hmm. They have this fight, and it looks like they're both dead. He stops John in that magnetic field, and I thought he was dead. I'm still a little confused how his body somehow got flung- Oh, yeah, he got flung under during the explosions and miraculously survived, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. So, because they got in the bunker at the very last second as the he building- He was
1: blown co- to safety.
0: Yeah, he was blown to safety. Somehow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep buying into how realistic this is, because the door closes all summer blockbuster shit. The door closes at the very last second as we see the explosion coming towards them, and the Cyberdyne systems is blown to smithereens. Yes. And like we just said, Pops, luckily, he was brought to safety, and we have... Blown to safety. Blown to safety, and we see some shots of, I guess it's L.A. and all the Genesis billboards and signs counting down. They got it just in the nick of time. Genesis doesn't go online, so unfortunately, that kid who got that for his birthday is going to be very disappointed, Mm. which I believe that was Kyle. (laughs) It was a younger
1: Kyle, yes. Well, that was an alternate timeline, I believe.
0: Yeah, well, this yeah because um kyle doesn't remember this he was born in after august 29 1997 this kyle lived to 2017 in this world Mm
1: -hmm. and they went and visited him
0: yeah they did that's how it ends yep that's the very last how they get that
1: uh straight line thing yeah
0: that's what that's where he got it from that's how he always remembers it which also again just super cheesy super cheesy that ending yeah, a little bit. You know, and then we get some voiceover from Jai Courtney doing the, uh, basically closing out just like how Sarah Connor did in T2. You know, the future isn't set. Mm-hmm. And there is not set and theres a mid credit scene that I wasn't aware of because, like I said, I became physically ill as the movie ended, and I had to run to the bathroom and vomit, so I turned the movie off. You, how'd you feel after coming out of that? You, didn't, you saw the mid credit scene, right?
1: I did. Can we actually YouTube that real quick? Because I don't remember it.
0: Yep, alright, looks like we're watching it. Hold on one second. So this movie had the balls to give us a mid-credits scene to hype up a possible sequel where, you know what? It wasn't completely dead because we see a glowing red light, which looks like a Terminator eye, and to the right of it we see a blue outline, that AI that was also John Connor that we saw throughout the Cyberdyne systems towards the end there, just popping around. Right, so
1: they did not quite complete their mission as
0: they thought they did. Mm-hmm. they didn't fully defeat genesis no what's
1: the what's the quote they didn't stop judgment day they only postponed, postponed it. it
0: yep again because they had hopes that this would be the start of a brand new franchise this was their first attempt at a reboot uh salvation i guess was supposed to continue in the storyline of three so and then this was a full-fledged reboot of the franchise i <clears> believe <throat> so yep And then, you know, like I said, it didn't do too bad at the box office because there's fans of the Terminator franchise like me and Matt who will see it. Although I didn't see this in theaters. Really? No, I didn't catch this cause until... Because
1: you're not a true Terminator fan.
0: No, because I heard how bad it was, and I didn't want to be... matter. I didn't want to be disappointed. But, I mean, they made up for it, because this movie, as bad as it was, and I still stand by the fact that coming out of this movie, I still hate this movie. I had a two-star rating in the letterbox for my first view, and it stood at two stars, and I really want to give it a star and a half, because Jai Courtney is just atrocious as a leading man. I'm glad that Hollywood, you know, finished that off, and we moved past him, and he's better in supporting roles, and the story itself is just stupid they have just too many jokes in here it just completely just does not work and it's a waste of a great arnold performance i mean not even a great like he's i mean it's not even a good arnold performance what am i saying he's kind of falling it in like he does way better in almost every other terminator movie i would not completely agree with you okay
1: i don't completely disagree but i don't completely agree as i do not hate this movie um you gave this four stars I like it.
0: Yeah. Matt watched a movie last night that is really good. It's not my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. It's called The Hateful Eight. And Matt said he would have rather have watched Terminator Genesis yeah. than watched The Hateful Eight. 100%. So, gun to his head, 100%. he's picking Terminator Genesis.
1: No question about now, it. No if hesitation. I, if
0: it didn't cost me $18, I wanted to for this video, I wanted to burn that on camera because that was that bad. (laughs) It upset me how bad. You're a crazy person.
1: (laughs) You are a crazy person. Matt
0: owns it on Steelbook and in 4K. So Matt has had this twice. Well, I just got the 4K recently because
1: I didn't know it was on 4K until you told me.
0: And honestly, that's the most positive thing I can honestly say because that's a three disc set and it came with a digital code. Yep. We just set pretty good 4k
1: great 4k. I think it's a decent upgrade over the blu-ray Not nothing crazy because it's a very good blu-ray mm-hmm. But the 4k is even better even if the blu-ray itself had Dolby Atmos. Yeah, which is which great It's rare. You don't see too many blu-rays that have Dolby Atmos
0: and you went into your setup to pick your Atmos track Did you notice them breaking down the description of the Atmos track? I think this must have been an early Atmos track Like, on that Blu-ray from 2015, because I've never seen them do that where they were explaining what Atmos was. Mm -hmm. So, like, explaining how it was spreading to the speakers in the menus. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I guess they were trying to tell people uh, Atmos is the new stuff. And it's a
1: nice steelbook, too. The steelbook is nice.
0: I like the steelbook. Yeah.
1: Overall, um, I'm happy with it. I'm glad I have both. I'm glad I saw it in theaters. I'm glad I own it. And I will continue to watch this movie as I think it's a good movie.
0: I can't imagine I will be slipping this into the rotation anytime soon. Now, that's two times in my lifetime that I have been fooled into spending two hours and six minutes of watching this movie. Is it two hours and six minutes? It is two hours and six it's minutes. It's an
1: hour and 25.
0: Two hours and five minutes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, 125 minutes, I mean.
0: Yeah, anyway, knew yeah. What you meant. It's just a bad bad movie and i'm very sorry that you enjoy it that much i'm very sorry but i'm nope. guessing nope. You that you don't enjoy it yeah no you're right you should feel bad for me because I, I do
1: feel bad for you can't enjoy anything it seems like anything that's good you don't like that's not true at all you yeah you just like dialogue heavy fucking foreign movies and that's
0: i mean there's some good dialogue heavy foreign movies out there what do you want me to say i don't
1: know just
0: better than this you gotta admit like it's better than this
1: what's better than this
0: some of the movies that i like, like this no movie way. Uh... All right. So after this, we had Terminator Dark Fate. Now I'm gonna save this. All Dark our Dark Fate is better. Yeah, Dark Fate is better. Right now I'm gonna put this into the rotation for next week's possible picks. What Terminator Dark Fate. Okay. So maybe that'll get picked, and then we can talk about it more. But I do think, but Terminator Dark Fate was another reboot of the series. Mm-hmm. So this movie just nothing. It's a standalone at this point. It's a complete. Yeah. Because it's nothing. They tried to set up a sequel. It's like
1: Halloween with all the different timelines. Yeah,
0: but this is a timeline on its own? I'm still a little confused on that part because T1 was about to happen. Well, it's not quite on its own. Well, it it interrupts the T1 timeline. So everything up to like when this T-800 kills the younger T-800. When that happens, I'm guessing that's when the timeline split, but everything up to that's the same. So you wouldn't say that T1 happened and then... Well, T1 happened, but it's a different timeline. I would say.
1: But I'm saying, if you were to put these movies, if you were to make a graph. Yes. And put. You wouldn't put T1 in the beginning of every single timeline?
0: No, I don't think T1 happens in this timeline at all. I think this is I a complete standalone. Like, well, but you have to understand T1 to get the opening, but if you just watch this movie alone, you wouldn't be completely lost. No, I guess not. You know, I think it's just. It,
1: that's up for debate, I guess. It I, is. I feel like I would still put T1 ahead of it. I think I <sighs> would. If you were to do a proper watch through, I would say you have to watch T1, then, then Genesis for there
0: to be uh... I think at this point, only movies that you have to put on every single year are the first two Terminators and then everything else... Well, I'm saying, saying if you away. were doing this timeline watch through... I guess you would want to watch Terminator 1 to have a full understanding of who Kyle is. Like if races. you did the Dark Fate, which would be the Sarah Connor trilogy, I guess, right? T1, T2... And, and then, then dark fee yep because in t because in the other timeline t1 t2 t3 salvation sarah dies between t2 and t3 yes if cancer which we nobody picked t3 on here and that terminator 3 is better than genesis 110 percent uh and you just watch them both um it's a toss-up but you have a problem with arnold's performance in three
1: uh, they made him
0: kind of silly But you don't think he's silly here? No, no, not at all. I mean, I guess he's serious in points, but I don't know. He was a stripper.
1: He fucking took the clothes from a stripper and he wore those fucking
0: cute little glasses. Yeah, the glasses didn't work. I also didn't like it when they slammed him with the fire truck and he's on the window. Yeah. And he has that stupid face on. Yeah. That was before The Governator, then this movie's after The Governator. I forgot about that. Right. It was a big deal. But yeah. yeah, so that is Terminator Genesis. Yep. Let us know in the comment section what did you think of Terminator Genesis. Are you a fan? Am I overreacting? Is Matt overreacting? Do you fall in the middle? I also I, I want to address this as well.
1: This is our new format, or well, one of our new formats, the the half-ass movie reviews. Now, would you guys like us to be a little bit more organized with our movie selection, or do you like it to be all over the place? Like, we started with T2. Oh,
0: yes, good question.
1: In my opinion, I think we should have done T3 right after T2, then did Salvation, then did this, and then did Dark Fate. That's how I would have liked to do it. Or would you guys prefer us to just be all over the place like it kind of looks like it's going to be now? Um, Just because I would have liked to kind of just keep them all together now. We're out of order now It's weird to go back to t3. Yeah,
0: but I would like to do dark fate next But the only question is like you was just asking is like we put it up for votes So like it kind of takes away that audience interaction then again like I guess it worked out for everybody except for me Because I didn't want to watch terminator genesis, and now I've seen it again, but I would have really I was pulling for dumb and dumber that's uh, Can't believe that terminator genesis beat out dumb and dumber <laughs> a comedy classic. So, next
1: week's um, options are going to be Jurassic Park, The Lost World, <laughs> the tr- any of the Transformers movies, the Resident Evil movies, and one of other John's favorites.
0: I will never. You'll have to get. Halloween
1: a- Resurrection. Ugh. That's going to be the, the four
0: choices. I like Halloween Resurrection more than any Transformers movie and, and The Lost World, I'll tell you that. You
1: no, know, if I disagree with that. I no. guess I guess I would say because I love resurrection
0: I mean resurrection's it's bad but it's not the worst movie ever no it's just it doesn't fit in with the rest of the Halloween movies that, that you know I don't know I don't know but anyway enough of us rambling on about bad movies that Matt wants to force me to watch I'll give I'll put some bad movies that I consider bad movies in the rotation of the I guess the choices for you guys throughout the years, because I, I can't go every week doing a Transformers movie or a Resident Evil movie. <laughs> I won't make it. Like uh, Matt will have to get guests to fill in for me, because I, I won't be able to We're do We're going to
1: do a complete Michael Bay watch through.
0: <laughs> See, Michael Bay, though, at least he's... Amazing taught- movies. Bad Boys, The Rock, Armageddon is good. I like Pain and Gain. The most recent one he did, too, wasn't too bad. Ambulance or, Ambulance. or-, or Six Underground? Ambulance. I never seen six on the
1: uh,
0: Right? Okay. so yeah. Don't see six. And I'm
1: a Michael Bay guy. Yeah. And you.
0: Yeah. I, is there a bad? Is that the only bad Michael Bay you'll say? Although I don't think you've seen Thirteen Hours yet, right?
1: Is that the one with John Cranston? Uh, I have. Doc that. Krasinski, yeah. I have that, but I haven't watched it. now. Yeah. I haven't been um, in the mood to watch that. I, I feel like I'm not gonna.
0: It's not your type.
1: And but... if you hear
0: that, those are the dogs yeah. coming to say hi. Yeah. With that that's gonna about that's about gonna do it here for us today on another episode of half ass movie reviews don't forget to like this video subscribe to the channel tell all your friends like us on podcast give us a five-star rating and then movie tell t- and then get out there and tell all your movie friends t- about t- us